today with Joe Nash on Live 95. College Players Theatre Company. It's great to be talking about all these uh, companies back in business, isn't it? They've officially launched their winter 2022 production. Mike Finn's iconic Limerick play Pigtown performed live at the Lime Tree Theatre from this Wednesday, the 9th of November through till Saturday, which is the 12th. And uh, great to have Bags Hawk, director of Pigtown, and Brian McNamara, who plays uh, the character Tommy Clocks and uh, key character uh, within the play uh, with us in the studio. And we also have Mr. Pigtown himself, uh, Mike Finn, uh, on the line. And you're all very, very welcome. Good morning. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Good morning, Joe. So so since we have Mike on the line, why don't you embarrass him there, Mags, by telling how wonderful it all is (laughs) Uh, (laughs) before we ask him any questions? Yeah, well, I I was just chatting to a few members of the cast there and saying that, you know, as we went on in rehearsals and the the more I heard the script being performed and being rehearsed and that you... you, um, it, it, I just, I could see, could see more and more as each day went on. And Mike's beautiful lyrical writing is something that, um, I cherish and the cast cherish. And I can't wait for the Limerick audiences to hear this, uh, beautiful play, beautifully executed play by Mike again. Mm. And it should say, be said, Brian, that your, your character, I mean, you bind the whole production together, don't you, as Tommy Clocks? Yeah. I mean, basically, Joe, Tommy Clocks, it's, it's him looking back at a hundred years of his life in Limerick. And again, Mike, through Mike's brilliant writing, he, you know, he, he engages an awful lot of characters, uh, an awful lot of places in Limerick. Um, for me, it's a thrill to play the role because um, I, I, as one of the lines is Tommy, Tommy Clocks, he was born, bred and buttered in Squeezegut Lane and I was born, bred and buttered in, in Corbley myself. So um, growing up in Limerick, I have a huge affinity to an awful lot of the, the, the places, mm. the writing uh, that he's done. So for me as an actor, like it's you know, it's a great honour. Yeah, you know, it's a role. very well made point. It must be something special to do with something that's so embedded in your home place. Absolutely. I mean, and then all the, the historical references, all the geographical references, you know, the car, the bats, the swimming, the rowing, the fishing. You know, I did all that as a kid growing up and to have this opportunity you now to portray that like with a fantastic cast you know uh, in, in the lime tree well I'm glad you mentioned the fantastic cast because uh, Nigel Douglas is assistant director with Mags uh, and uh, along with yourself uh, Brian you have Patrick Hastings and Jean McLean and Dave Griffin and Dan Mooney and Paul Fitzgerald and Ona Hearn and Anya Hogan Joanne O'Brien and Paddy Kelly joined by Jessica Bray Anna Maria Barrett Martin Kenny James Malone John Mooney Gary O'Hanlon and uh, is it the case that uh, a lot of them are making their college player stage debut in Pigtown. Is that true? Not really. No, no. no. Uh, many of these uh, names you'll have have been associated well, of course. with. Lots of yeah, productions. yeah. There, there, there would be one or two of the yes. Of the Martin cast members. Martin Kenny now it would be new to the cast and Gary O'Hanlon. Um, yeah. Well, he, Gary would be known w- with some of his performances with Torch players, but uh, yeah, of course it's. Um, I mean, it is a fantastic way of sweeping in new people when you do a big production. And I suppose that's the advantage of, you know, having a, an amateur production where you can actually have an, have a huge cast. Because for any professional company to try to, to bring a, a troupe of 16 players on tour, that would be just impossible. Yeah, it's a very good point. Uh, now, I will, I was going to say I was one of the privileged few to see the original mm. Pigtown at the Bell Table. As did we? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
nowadays though there seems to be a bit like how the number of people who were there the, months the All Blacks course, and yeah. all that kind of stuff there <laughs> seems to be about 200,000 people who were at the original production where <laughs> I can gather but um, it, 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 in those in that particular original production it, you were among the performers clearly the line tree set up differently so you're, you're considering all of that in yes. the production yes well that was um, something that Nigel and myself uh, that, that let's say that that we had to think about a lot, you know, transferring a play that I think I ran this by Mike before was written for the round, was written for the bell table. I could, I could nearly envisage Mike sitting in the bell table and saying, okay, we'll have this here, this here, this here, this here, and that up there. So our task was to actually transfer the play up onto a stage and still try to get that intimacy with an audience. And um, so we've been injected a number of different uh, different aspects to the play. It, one in particular being visuals uh, that will appear on the psych at the back. And uh, Nigel Dugdale, Nigel has worked uh, in tandem with um, John uh, John Gleeson, and um, they have produced some magnificent images. Uh, for you, you know, for our production of right. Pigtown, that would really add atmosphere and draw the audience in. A lot of historical images that Nigel has uh, resourced, and this should be very interesting for anybody who's interested in old photographs and images and that of the city. Okay, we're chatting to Max Hawk and to Brian McNamara, and part of uh, the College Players Theatre Company production of Mike Finn's iconic Limerick play Pigtown, running from Wednesday through to Saturday at uh, the wonderful. Lime Tree Theatre and uh, Mike I presume it means a lot to you to have the college players putting this on Absolutely you know uh, to a certain extent it's, it's almost like uh, coming back home to the college players I did a lot of work with them many many years ago and uh, I mean when I saw the cast that they'd assembled for this uh, you know I was just so blown away by it I mean it's just like a who's who of, of, of theatre in Limerick uh, some amazing people in fact uh, just listening to, to, to Mags and Brian there you know, the first play I ever did um, was in 1986 with the Granny Players, one from the Cuckoo's Nest, and both Mags and Brian were in it. Me, brother John, and so on. So we're all, uh, you know, looking down through the cast of people there. I've, I mean, a lot of them, some of them, of course, are, are, are new to me, but most of them I've worked with before, uh, either in Island Theatre Company or uh, in um, in Bottom Dog or in Kinless Scully. You know, Paul Fitz was in that and stuff. So it's it's a, it's a bit like coming home for, for for me. And of course, this play means an awful lot to me. I'm pretty fond of it. It uh, opened up lots of doors for me and it's just great to, mm. to, to see it and to, to have it coming coming home again and you know I, I said this at the, at, at the launch uh, the first launch of the play you know when you hand over a play uh, to other people to do that you're not intimately involved in yourself you do it with a certain amount of trepidation and then you show up on opening night with a certain nervousness but in this case uh, you know from the moment uh, that they asked me to do it I'm, I'm such a fan of the college players and have been for years such a standard of, of, of work that they do and then when I saw the cast they, you know I'm not in the least bit worried about this and also I've, I've, I can I can prove this because I've been in uh, I've been in a I managed to get down to, to, to see a run-through, I think, last Wednesday. And, you know, this Trojan work has been done by so many people. I've been in there. It's, it's almost like being on a film set. There are so many people involved. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a cast of, of, of 16, but there must be at least the same amount of people working backstage as well. Uh, and it's just going to be terrific. Right. Um, now, Pigtown won the 2000 Stuart Parker Award and received four Irish Times mm-hmm. Theatre Award nominations. And where else has it been performed, by the way, Mike? Well, it's been uh, it's been done in uh, New York. Uh, there was not Broadway production 
just a couple of years after our original production. Of course, I, Island Theatre Company did, did it three times in, in, in Limerick, twice in the Bell Table, and then out in UL. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all, you know, d- d- doubling back on what you were saying about the staging of it. It's already been done uh, on a, a regular stage, shall we say. The original Island Theatre production was kind of adapted for the stage in, in UL, uh, and of course it was a, it was a regular proscenium arts theatre that had happened in, in New York. It's also been in, um, in San Jose, uh, and then um, in Limerick, I mean, it's been done, the original Island Theatre production, and then 10 years ago, I think it was done in the Bell Table again. Bell Table um, produced it themselves with a kind of a community cast. And it's also been done uh, twice. Tony Cusick, a good mate of mine, has directed it twice, once with uh, with students in Orts Reach and once with students out in UL. I love the San Jose production. Yep. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I didn't get to see that unfortunately (laughs) you'd have been happy to go (laughs) I would have been happy to go I got to New York though the New York production was great Uh, again I didn't get to see any of it until until opening night so I went there with a certain amount of trepidation but I wasn't disappointed it was just it was was just terrific alright it should be said as well uh, Brian you play Mm -hmm. Tommy Clocks I mean this is not uh, an entirely sort of happy, clappy jaunt through a century of Limerick life. You know, Mike explores the grit at the heart of our character as well, doesn't he? Absolutely. We we get Limerick warts and all, you know. Um, and as, as Tommy says, he, he's seen 100 years, the good, the bad, the ugly. So there's fantastic moments in the play that are very light, very humorous, very comedic. But there's very hard-taking pieces in the play as well. And and Mike, in fairness in the writing, didn't shrug from that. Now, whether Tommy, as a character, he has a great love for Limerick and everything that is Limerick, the whole pork industry, his profession, uh, and, and life in general in, Lim- in Limerick. Um, so, yeah, there's some hard-hitting stuff in it. You know? Yeah, I, I, I believe it. Um, and, you know, again, we don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen mm. this, Mags, but... Um, is is there a particular moment you can talk about without spoiling it that really impacts upon you, you know, as, as someone watching him as well as the director? Um, there are so many moments within the scene. There's about 30 different scenes in the play. Um, so I'm, I'm just <laughs> trying to think there. Uh, there's... Um, um, there's some very very comical moments in the show where where you have some uh, major sporting events that are you know that are reenacted to. and referred to and these are hilarious absolutely and played by three really fantastic um, comedy actors so uh, uh, that that's just one part of the play that, I mean. The, the whole play is a reflection on Limerick's lives, characters, industries and events over the course of 100 mm. years. So it's very difficult just to pick out one, one over the yeah. other. I, I need to correct one little mistake there that I made, actually. Our our digital artist is John Galvin. John okay. Galvin. Okay. Sorry about um, that. I, I should say, Mike, that you know we're not far off a quarter of a century of Limerick life post this production at this point, if you see what I mean. And, I do. An awful lot has gone on in Limerick since then. Absolutely. It's scary to think that. You know, I, I uh, was recounting uh, that at the, at the launch. It was 23 years since it was first performed and like it's about 25 years since I started writing it. So it's, it's been with me for a quarter of a century. You're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, the play does stop. Uh, it was it was conceived as a, as a kind of millennium project. It was meant to, 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 to look back on, well, 
uh, around 1999, when everybody was, or, or slightly before that, when everybody was so excited about the end of a thousand years, I couldn't get my head around that. It was too big an amount of time. So I was interested in what happened in Limerick in the 20th century. So it is very much about a look back at the 20th century. So I, I, I may have briefly thought about you know updating it and stuff, but like it, it really is meant to end at, at uh, in December 1999. So really, the events that have happened subsequently don't really mm. impinge on the play. That said, I mean all of the things in it, you know, that sense of home. That sense of loss, you know, people growing old, a uh, uh, city changing, industries closing down, all of that is still kind of relevant. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it is, and I think young people will enjoy it and, and get a sense sure. of some of the history sure. of uh, Limerick as well. It's like yeah. here, you know, when people start jobs in this place and you kind of say, well, when were you born? Oh, I was born in 2002. <laughs> you were what? I know, I know. What? Um, I know, I know, well, I know. Let, let's give people a small flavour of it, uh, Brian. Um, as Tommy Clocks, I think uh, you're going to do a little piece. Yeah. Are you, do you want to just contextualise it a bit? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but basically, it's I suppose it's Tommy introducing himself from where he's originally from, and I suppose he gets a, a little passionate about uh, one of his favourite subjects, which is of course the the Limerick pig. Tommy Clarkey from Squeeze Got Lane. Clocks for short, poor butcher. Up every morning at five o'clock, five rashers, five sausages, half a black pudding, and I'm off. Ten pieces in a man at Lunker Street. In every house a pig. In every yard some swine. Pig Street. I loves the smell of pig swill in the morning. The pig is the saviour of the working man. You buy him small, feed him shite, sell him big, extra cash for when tis most wanting. A pig is for Christmas, not just for life. He's the gentleman that'll pay the rent. With me clogs and me feet and me knives under me oxter, I'm skipping up the streets and lane of this town. Up past Dick the Vans in the cathedral, past the custom house and under Canning's clock. It's a minute slow again. George Street before me, misty, silent and empty. My town, pig town. The poor butchers are the backbone of this town and don't you forget it. Not just this town, oh no. Moscow, St. Petersburg, Kiev, I'm not cutting you. When the Tsar wanted to teach the Russians how to save their bacon, who did he call? The pig town pork butchers, that's who. The pig is the most generous animal on God's earth. Ham and bacon, rashers and sausages, skirts, kidneys, liver, eye bones, backbones, pig's heads, pig's toes, lard, bladders for footballs, bristles for brushes, and shit for roses. Nothing wasted but to squeal. A fair lad, too, a classless beast. The crowned heads of Europe line their regal bellies with limerick bacon and ham, while the court and couples of pig town dream their dreams over pig toes from Tracy's wrapped in last week's chronicle. Limerick Bacon, famous from Quebec to Queensland, and a pork butcher was king. Well, that's, that was a great piece to pick. Really yeah. great piece. It gives people a real sense. I, uh, yeah. A flavour. A flavour. Boom, boom. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'm sure uh, people who have not been lucky enough to see it and those who have uh, will be making their way and I suspect you're going to have problems because I think a lot uh, of uh, the tickets will go. Yeah. But it, people can still go to limetreetheatre.ie and for... If, if I could say, Joe, yeah. that... Uh, this year we're doing a matinee for the first time, which traditionally we wouldn't do. So we Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which have been selling, selling really, really well. But there is a matinee. And uh, it, it, I'd just like to point that out to people. If they can't get tickets the other night, the matinee is there. There's still availability. And there's an added advantage. And the people who attend on Saturday will have the privilege of a, of a Q&A session with Mike and with Nigel. 
after the show in the in the lime tree on Saturday afternoon. Brilliant stuff. Well, listen, Mike Finn, um, thanks for Pigtown and thanks for joining sure. us on uh, the line this morning. The writer of Pigtown and great to have Max Hawk, who's director of this Pigtown production by the College of Players, and Brian McNamara, who plays a key character, Tommy Clocks, in the studio uh, with us. And we wish you nothing but success during the week. The best, very best of luck to you and the whole Thanks, crew. Joe. Thank you very All much, right. Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.